Welcome to Natural Kids Health Podcast, hosted by board-certified health practitioner Fraser Bridgman. Fraser shares how she went from world judo and jiu-jitsu champion to dedicating her life to helping her daughter, Michaela, who was struggling with life-threatening health issues. After helping her daughter get her health back, she has become a world-renowned health coach. Fraser now shares how you can help your own family achieve the health and wellness goals they deserve. Now here's Fraser. Hi, and thanks for joining me for today's show. Today we're curious to look into if your child's health problems could be associated or being caused by low levels of omega-3. If your child's suffering from unexplained reasons of fatigue or having trouble sleeping or an ability to focus or having leg cramps and joint pain or even allergies, all of this is highly associated with low levels of omega-3, which in today's society has become an epidemic and a problem causing significant amount of problems in children and adults that could be easily solved. Omega-3 deficiencies are fairly common in children because they often don't eat enough in their diet, which is an easy solution to the problem. A diet that does not contain fish and nuts and seeds at least three to four times a week can lead to problems in their health associated with this deficiency. Brain health is very much reliant on omega-3 intake. It is one of the most important supplements for optimal brain health for all ages. It is not only the amount of omega-3s in your blood, but the ratio of omega-3 to omega-6 that is also very important. Omega-3 is considered an essential fat, which means that the body is not able to produce it on its own without body actually consuming it and to be able to function at all, meaning as it means essential for survival and therefore being essential that we could not live without it. Common food sources, like I said, are fish, particularly cold water fish, so fish like salmon, mackerel, tuna, herring, and sardines. An important side note for consuming the fish that you want to use or consume wild caught. So you want to feed your kids wild caught, not farmed fish. It's much better to consume the smaller fish rather than the larger fish because large fish have higher levels of toxins. So when you think of the food chain, you think of big fish eats a smaller fish who then eats a smaller fish who also it goes on and on so they have accumulate all of the fish that it consumed and the toxins there within it and the heavy metals from all of these fish whereas a small fish let's say a sardine for instance has a very little toxic load and of course canned fish can be in a bpa packaging so you want to make sure if you're getting canned fish you also make sure that there's no toxins being leached in from a a tin can that has BPA lining in it. So obviously, if you're consuming a fish higher in toxins, you're ingesting that toxin into your own body. And if you have a really optimal pathway that helps you to get rid of that, that might be okay. But for small children who still have an underdeveloped pathway of detoxing their bodies, the detox pathways, then they could actually accumulate it within their bodies. And this, on its own side note, can create a host of issues. So we want to always make sure that when we are consuming these essential fatty acids for optimal health, that we're getting the best sources of them. So we're not trading out one problem for another problem. Another source besides fish, after I've had this small rant about fish and what can we eat, what if you don't eat fish? What if fish, uh, as we have children who are very picky eaters, if we want to optimize our omega-3 fatty acid levels, what can we feed our children or consume ourselves. Well, nuts and seeds, for instance, like flax seeds specifically, chia seeds and walnuts, and hemp 
seeds are also a very good source of omega-3s. Like I said, children in today's society often do not eat a diet rich in fish or flaxseed or chia seeds for that matter. And increasing these foods and incorporating them into your family's regular diet can have many, many positive health effects, improving their mood and attention and decreasing irritability. I don't know about you, but I would prefer my child to have less irritability as much as possible. On the other hand, our current diets contain a much higher level of omega-6. So a ratio of it too much omega-6 to omega-3 is linked with an increase in inflammation in the body. Inflammation is linked with nearly 80% of preventable disease. That is a lot. That is a huge number and such an important fact that I think mainstream medicine and has missed. So if we can bring the inflammation down in the body, we can then reduce symptoms of disease within the body. The moment that a parent says that their child has any signs of hyperactivity in my office or an inability to focus or having restlessness or anxiety, I automatically think about how can we lower their omega-6 intake and optimize, increase their omega-3 intake? This alone, I know, can be such a pivotal and crucial change to help your child think clearly and reach their full potential in a lot of ways. So some other common telltale signs are dry, inflamed skin, brittle nails, thin hair. I also assume an increase in omega-3 supplements to increase the dietary intake would be beneficial if the child isn't about to change their diet dramatically and consume these healthy sources. So you want to decrease their levels of six intake and increase and optimize omega-3, like I said. And of course, if you can do it through dietary means and food first, healthy choices, awesome. But if they're if you cannot do that, then definitely supplementing with omega-3 is something that is absolutely crucial to their optimum health. You can also test your child's level and ratios of omega-3 and 6 or DHA and EPA ratios. There's an at-home test, lab test, you just prick their finger, small amount of blood on a blood card, which uh, I recommend for optimal health dosing. But if your child has any of the above symptoms, like I talked about, I would just recommend starting them or supplementing and increasing their dietary intake right away while you wait for the results. And what's important, however, is that the quality of omega supplement that you are giving them is of absolute best quality. So this in particular is important when it comes to fish specifically. So of course I always say, don't buy your supplements, your vitamins, where you buy your toilet paper, but very, very specifically, I would accentuate on that, that your fish oil supplement is of the most important, that it comes from a very high reputable source, that it can go rancid. So any oil can go rancid when it is exposed to oxygen. So it has a, it has a volatile shelf life, we say. So considering this, one, if you open up a bottle of oil, you should store it in the refrigerator but also you know that it goes bad and I would only ever say to have it open for 30 days. Then you want to get rid of it and start with a fresh bottle. Because you can imagine if you take something like a volatile oil or something that's going rancid, it again has particular health effects on your body that are not optimal. So you wanna make sure you're getting a very good source free from any heavy metals 
and that it's caught in the wild and that it's third party tested. So this is essential. Make sure you don't trade always one problem for another. Buy a very high quality third party tested wild caught omega-3 supplement. You don't ever wanna buy fish oil that has an extensively long shelf life that is $10. Just trust me that it's just gonna do more harm than good. Okay, just make sure you keep that in mind. Keeping that liquid, so often you see it in capsules, so adults can have capsules and that has a longer shelf life. But again, children don't often swallow capsules. You're gonna use the liquid form. It's just a small amount of liquid, but really keeping an eye on the, the date at which you opened it. I suggest writing down the open date on the side of the bottle and then only refrigerating it for 30 days and then discarding the remains. So a few key takeaways. Getting enough omega-3 can be difficult, especially when you have a picky eater. You have to really try to implement, you know, healthy eating patterns and behaviors and giving them a variety of the nuts, seeds, fish that I've mentioned. And if that is totally unsuccessful or as you're trying to transition eating in a different way, you supplement with a high sourced omega-3 supplement is very, very crucial. Be sure that you purchase, like I said, sustainably sourced supplement, ideally certified by the Marine Stewardship Council. So it's just like a stamp of approval, knowing that this is a high quality fish oil supplement, that you're not buying something that's going to do more harm than good. Number three takeaway is healthy levels of omega-3 fatty acids that will support optimal cardiovascular health, promote cognitive function, and healthy brain development in growing humans. Absolutely essential to a growing body and brain. And if you want to know your body's level of omega, you can order a complete omega-3 and inflammatory test to do at home. And it's particularly beneficial for kids with allergies, asthma, and mood disturbances. So really, that's the big takeaways for today, that if your child has any symptoms of allergies, pain, and you know symptoms of ADHD, basically, or anxiety, this is something you really want to pay close attention to and to make changes so that your child can help to bring down the inflammation in their brain, taking out deep fried foods, things that are high in omega-6s, and implementing a diet that is rich in wild-caught fatty fishes, and if not, supplementing with a high-quality uh, supplement of omega-3. And that is where we're going to leave it for today. I hope to see you in a couple of days. Thanks again. I hope this helps. Please lend it or share it with anybody you think it can help. Have a great day. We'd love for you to continue listening on your journey to developing happy, healthy kids. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Need one-on-one guidance for your family? Schedule a free consultation with Fraser at FraserBridgman.com and we'll be thrilled to work with you. Again, that's FraserBridgman.com. Thanks for listening to Natural Kids Health with Fraser Bridgman.